0: The audio you're about to hear has been extracted from a YouTube live. Counselor and coach Zara Harrison, helping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. Why? Because I want you to get free and stay free from toxic mindsets and or relationships. And you can visit ZariHerson.com slash help me for a list of resources that may help you do just that. In addition to this video, usually, but this video is a little different than what I normally do. So often I get people asking me questions about what do I believe about the times that we're in? Um, You know, what do you think people should be doing during this time? Um, what advice do you offer to people? Peace, Yvette Rivera. What advice do you offer to people about the times that we're in as far as calculated or specific steps that they should be taking? I want to clarify something. So, there are many people with the Hebraic understanding who are starting to follow my channel. However, I started off as a Christian coach and counselor. And so peace, Nayoka. And so the reason why I have had to make it clear where I'm coming from with the Hebraic understanding is because I didn't feel I would have integrity if that shift happened in my life. I mean, I wouldn't hide it anyway, but if that shift happened in my life and I didn't share it with people who may not necessarily have that same understanding, because if the coaching and counseling that I offered prior was based on that, you know, Christian mindset. And now it is shifting and it is changing. Um, people deserve to know that. And so I know some people are like, well, why do you have to tell people that some people feel like, um, you know, that's a personal choice or so it doesn't have anything to do with what you do professionally. And in normal circumstances, it wouldn't like if, you know, most people don't usually ask their counselor what their personal beliefs are or spiritual beliefs are if they're getting counseled but a large majority do not um and you're often trained not to really share that however like i said because my um degree was is in faith-based counseling and my platform for a while has been like christian mindsets and beliefs i just felt like it wouldn't peace as it just wouldn't be fair to not share that shift publicly when a lot of people who were christians were following me because what i shared about relationships and marriage was from that understanding now some people just believe for some odd reason that because i'm not a christian anymore that i don't believe in the most high or in scripture and that's there's nothing further from the truth my understanding has just grown deeper i actually know what the most high's name the true heritage and nationality of the messiah is and the people that scripture talks about belongs to who that belongs to um for a very long time i didn't know that and I always knew something was off and i knew some just didn't quite sit right but it wasn't until the most high did the work that I could see it. That's only a work that the most high could do. And that was challenging for me because, huh, you know, my husband having a platform makes it sometimes hard for me to do what I do. It's a blessing because it helps people find me where other counselors and coaches may have to work a little bit harder. But it is also twofold in a sense that Everybody wants to know what you think and what you believe and do you, you know what I mean? And so like the uh, uh, your average counselor or coach wouldn't have to explain that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Wouldn't have to kind of address certain things regarding their spouse, you know what I mean? Publicly, you know, that's just something that they, they normally don't have to do. Um, this is the path that the Most High has laid out before me. And so I have to learn how to adapt and adjust to that, even though when you're being trained in certain areas, um, that's not a part of the territory, (laughs) but it is for me. And so I don't normally do this kind of video that I'm doing right now and what I'm about to share. Um, and normally I wouldn't even have to, um, if I was your average counselor and coach who just kinda, you know, didn't have spiritual convictions that she felt was necessary to share with those who listen to what she says. Um, But that's me. That's the path y'all chose. Who knew when I started off as a Christian that I would be here today facing this? Y'all did. You know what I mean? And many people with the Hebraic understanding are very aware of the times that we're in, are very aware of lies being exposed as far as Spiritual truths are concerned. Um, this channel focuses on lies about love, love and relationships. But man, y'all have done me become a better counselor and coach with love and relationships because I can get so much clearer. So I'm re- I'm really thankful for that. Um. So. My journey, I don't talk about as much. Uh, my spiritual journey on this channel as personally. Um, on Transparency the podcast, I do. The podcast that I have with my husband, we talk, we go in about that. On Zara Royalty channel, I do. But here, because this channel is more. Um, my line of work as far as like my professional career. Like, you know, you got a nine to five, this is my nine to five. Um, not necessarily YouTube, but YouTube is a byproduct of what I do working with people. And like I said, you start off as a Christian, y'all opened your eyes. Me personally, I have had to explain that because if my main resource for what I do as a professional is the word of Yah when that shifts and I start saying names like y'all and people are like, who is that? You know, that followed me prior. Or I say Yahusha or Ruach HaKadosh, can you imagine if somebody that you always watch, they start using these different names and terms and they never explain it to you? It's like, who am I, what is she talking about? So I've had to explain it. And sometimes I have to explain it again because people don't watch my channel every day. So some people still don't know. I had somebody ask me the other day, in a comment, not the other day, but recently, you're not a Christian no more? And I was like, it's been like over a year that I've announced it. It's been, um, I would say it's been more than a year that I've not adopted that mentality. But as far as me working through it to make sure that I was firm in what I believed and then sharing it publicly was over a year ago. Um, and some people still don't know. And so some people get upset. Some people send messages. Some people feel like they have to save me from something. It's behind the scenes, sometimes it can be a, a little challenging because I'm like, I just want to do my job, <laughs> you know, what my day job is. I don't really want to have this, but it's a part of it because when you call yourself a faith-based counselor who used to be rooted in Christianity, and now you, you, you're you out of that and you have a Hebraic understanding That is very confusing for some people. They don't like me. They don't like me even saying I'm not a Christian. That period. I've had people send me comments telling me to shut up. You need to shut up. Stop talking. If if you don't want to call him Jesus, then shut up and stop calling. I mean like really nasty, hateful comments, people just just really nasty. Um just for simply stating the fact that I'm I'm not that anymore or whatever. Um, but it puts me in a position to sometimes address spiritual issues because while I am a counselor and a coach like I said my main resource will always be the most high and what he says before any textbook before any you know philosopher or train of thought or training or whatever it will always I will always go back to see what the most high says about that thing first and normally I will find that he talked about it first it was taken perverted twist it up, and then I'm just trying to find what the you say about it, and then I'll share it with you all. And so that's why sometimes I feel like I have a spiritual responsibility as well. Peace, Ramona. Ramona, I don't mean to put you on blast like this, but I thought about you the other day, and the email for Dearly Beloved Session 7 went out today, the invitation, and I better see you there next week. I'm just saying. Um, I mean put you on the spot, but I just love your your presence, your energy. And I think we missed you the last two sessions. So it will be nice to see your face again. But um, this is why I sometimes feel I have a spiritual responsibility to address certain spiritual things. And so in this video, I wanted to address something. Um, People are often asking me what they should do about the times that we're in. People often see things my husband says and I really don't like this. And when it comes over here, I usually block you. So please don't do it. Um, but if my husband does something on his channel or he says something, they, you know, his channel and his following is a lot more larger than mine. So then people will come here trying to get his attention or they will use what I'm doing with coaching to try to develop some kind of relationship with him or they leave a comment here and literally will say, I'm leaving a comment here cause I'm sure, that you'll see it, and Ishan is not. Can you relay the message? Don't do that here. Don't do that. Don't do that. I've said that a number of times. Don't do that. Um, you'll get blocked. Just don't do that. Um, but and people seeing certain things like that and hearing this shift of you know people of color talking about they're a hebrew or they're an israelite or they're hebrew israelite and looking at google to see what that is because they don't know what it is and seeing people yelling at people on the street or calling it cults or all kind of stuff like that um i'm a re (laughs) um i'm a breezer covered a minute robota they're trying to figure out what all of this means and so sometimes they get misinformation People have made videos about me, about my husband. They go and they try to get their information from there and then they develop and it's just like a whole hot mess for some people. So sometimes I try to address stuff. In understanding that, I feel that I've had such a weight recently on my heart about the times that we are in. Because if you have a Christian mindset, the times that we are in, you're going to see them differently. You're, gonna, you're The perception you have of the times that we're in are going to be different um but even in my heat break understanding there are totally different people are like you need to flee some people are like you need to stay so i mean it's just like it's a hot mess any anywhere it it's a hot mess everywhere you look you know what i mean y'all is our only hope um but one of the things i personally do is stay out of that conversation i don't feel like i have a place in it i don't feel like it's my calling my role anything like that and i usually won't even address Certain things, unless the Most High specifically weighs on my heart to say something about it. And recently, I felt like he did, and I didn't like it. Because <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be in this. My channel and all that is not going to shift. And what I, uh, what this channel deals with is not going to shift. But it is something that I, I need to address. So I wanted to read um, Mishlai, or Proverbs, 20, uh, chapter 27, verse 12 and peace tiffany um i'm gonna read from the amplified i'm gonna read from the message and i'm gonna read from the king james version the suffer is on this phone not on my computer so and i actually you know what i have the actual hardcover but it's downstairs um but i'm pretty sure the suffer is a little close to the king james version but the reason why i want to read three different versions because if you download my bible study um uh, the translations that we have today were not written in our language so people are kind of like playing guesswork with what they meant and so sometimes i look at different translations to see this is what you thought they meant this is what you thought they meant this is what you thought they meant, thought they meant. put it all together ruach show me what you meant i have in front of me um not necessarily broader because i know some people i'm like but the narrow the road is narrow you know some of y'all be doing the, the most um, <laughs> so I gotta be like really careful with the words I say, the hand gestures, I be, I mean, I be getting judged up and down. Uh, but you know, that's the, that's the part of being on YouTube. Uh, but it's annoying sometimes. So the reason why I wanna read these three different versions is so that they can give us a broader understanding of the text. But ultimately the Ruach HaKadosh is the only one who's gonna help us see exactly what it means. So Mishlai, which is Hebrew for Proverbs, Chapter 20-something is in my eye, Sorry, y'all. Chapter 27, verse 12, in the Amplified version. The Amplified used to be one of my favorite versions of Scripture. Absolute favorite until I found the Sefer because the Sefer has the original names, and I want to know what their names was in the original language. But I love the Amplified as a writer because it'd be breaking stuff down sometimes that I don't have to work so hard to break down. But the Amplified version... Actually, I'm going to go... I'm going to do King James, The Message, and then Amplify. The King James Version, most people think that's like Yahoo itself, which it's not. It's just a translation. Um, it's the old language. The Message Version is not a, a book I would ever study with because it's very informal language. Some stuff just been flipped totally entirely and to say something else, but it's really conversational. So sometimes I'll read it just to see like, the conversational tone of it, and then the amplified I already explained, and then the sephir I explained. So Proverbs 27, 12, the King James Version says, a prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. My heart got a little heavy recently because y'all brought this to the forefront of my heart. And I share this about relationships sometimes, but spiritually my heart been like mad heavy and I couldn't like even avoid doing this video right now. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and and talk about it. Uh, the message version for that same chapter and verse says a prudent person sees trouble coming and ducks. A simpleton walks in blindly and is clobbered. And then the Amplified Version says a prudent man sees evil and hides himself and avoids it. But the naive who are misled, who are misled, continue on and are punished by suffering the consequences of sin. See why I like the Amplified Version sometimes? Like I love to suffer for the original names, but something about that Amplified Version it be hitting for me. I'm going to read Amplified version once more again. Um, I don't know why I go back to like this southern accent. Because I'm not from the south. I love the south, but I'm not from the south. And I just go back to that sometimes. But Amplified version of Mishli or Proverbs 27.12 says, A prudent man sees evil. So they see it. Sees evil and hides himself and avoids it. Prudent. They see it. They hide. And they avoid it. But the naive, and it says, who are easily misled, who are easily misled, continue on and are punished because they continue on. They're misled, so they continue on. And in that, they are punished by what? Suffering the consequences of sin. Not uh, because they went the wrong way, necessarily, but they were misled into sin. And they had to suffer the consequences of it. So I love the Amplifier version. That scripture has been heavy on my heart because I have been feeling really weighted, like really, really weighted about people who are being misled right now. Because that means that this scripture is going to be those people if they don't become prudent about what they see. Or just become prudent so they can see. Um, Even prudent, I can't look it up right now because I don't have my wire connected to this. If somebody can look up prudent for me so I can have the actual definition of it, that would be great. I should have put it up here. But if you don't make yourself prudent, you won't be able to see the evil so that you can avoid it. I use this scripture often um, with people that are in relationships, and I'm like, look, when you see danger, you don't walk into the danger, you're going to suffer the consequences of it. If you see that someone is emotionally abusing you, um, or if if you can't put your mindset, this is why I say I'm a mindset and relationship coach, because if you don't correct your mind, nothing in your relationship or your life is going to be fixed anyway. So if you don't correct your mind, you won't even be able to see what's happening in your relationship. So that's one of the first things I try to work on with people when I'm working with them one-on-one is correcting their mindset so that they can see. And I, guess I get attacked for that spiritually like crazy because people are getting free from strongholds. And then getting free from that, the enemy is mad that they can't put that grip on them. Thank you, A.S. A.S., d- um, have you ever heard of blb.org, Blue Letter Bible? Can you go to blueletterbible.org? Type in Proverbs twenty-seven twelve. It gives you the um, the Hebrew lexicon words for each part of the verse. When you click prudent, it should show you some of the Hebrew uh, meanings for that word. I know that might be a lot if you don't know what I'm talking about, but if anybody does know, can you let me know? Because we have like the American English uh, word for prudent, which I should have clarified. My bad. But I want to know like that root Hebrew word. Um, So, when I work with people, I'm trying to correct their mindset first, so that they can see what's really happening. Because if I'm the only one that can see it, then I will forever have to sh- tell them what's happening. Right? You want to? We want them to get to a point where they can see for themselves. This scripture in particular is saying, "A prudent man sees." You got to be prudent to see it. And someone is probably going to find prudent for me. Hopefully. Um, that Hebrew word. Again, blueletterbible.org, Proverbs 27, 12. Hit the the Hebrew word lexicon for prudent and tell me some of the things that it lists for that. Um, But you got to be prudent in order to see the evil in order to then be able to hide or avoid it. You can't avoid it. You can't hide from it if you can't see because you're not prudent right? So it's important to be spiritually in a certain state so that we can see. And this is why my he- my heart has been so heavy because I'm like seeing so many people that can't. And I talk about this often. There's one scripture that talks about the fact that the most high closes the eyes of some and some, their eyes are closed by the enemy. I know that. Some people you know, their eyes are closed right now, but it won't always be that way. And I'm just hoping that whoever that is will hear this message and they will respond to the most high as he's trying to open or awaken your eyes. Um, I'm going to go back to that. So the, the second part of that scripture is saying, okay, so this is what a prudent person can see and then avoid. But if you're not prudent, this is what's going to happen to you. You're naive because you're not prudent. And then your naivete, you're going to suffer the consequences of sin. Why? Because you're going to be misled and co- and continue on in it and be punished for it. And my heart hurts so much for people who are in certain mindsets about the most high and are being misled by people who are not awake like they're not awake and you're letting them lead you am i saying that every you know person with a hebraic understanding is is awakened to a degree but not maybe to a degree that you should follow them i'm not saying that you should just follow everybody just because they have a hebraic understanding or they know who we are as a people or they understand you know certain truths about the names and all that stuff like that i'm not saying that that's why it says test the spirits Test them like you do that. That's your job. That's your work. Test them to see if they be a ya or not. But um I think it's really important that we become prudent. And we ask the most high to make us prudent, to help us be prudent. Did somebody find it? A yes put for prudent, um, subtle, shrewd, crafty, sly, sensible. Pugh, look. Prudent. Another person put, careful or wise in handling practical matters, exercising good judgment or common sense, marked by wisdom or judiciousness. Um, these are all, you know. Adjectives or relatives of what prude, being prudent means, and if you look at what a sheep is, what sheep are, my husband uses this example all the time. He's like, sheep—they just do dumb things. And um, when you're not prudent, you don't—you you don't move smart. You don't—you're not sensible. You don't have common sense. And um, something is in my eye. And one thing about sheep my husband told me is that, and I, I don't know this for myself, but he's told me, so you might have to check it for yourself to make sure that it's true. Um, Cause I've never checked it, but he told me something about like when a sheep wanders off that the shepherd will break its legs and then bring it back. And I forget why he said they do that, but I think they do that to teach them not to go wandering off the path no more. I believe, um, And this is what this is saying. The second part of uh, Proverbs 27, 12 is that when you are not prudent, you're going to suffer the consequences of sin. I don't know when time runs out for anybody. You know what I mean? Some of us think time runs out when the world ends or whatever. But that will be different for different people. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people are not going to make it to the end that certain people talk about prophetically. Some people are not gonna not going to be here tomorrow. You know, some people are not going to be here next week, next month, whatever. Like, we just, we don't, nobody knows, like, when their time is up. And because of that, you don't know if you're running out of time. And if you're not prudent about the times, then you can't see the evil that is before you so that you can hide and avoid it, avoid it. Some stuff my husband be showing me, it be so deep and disturbing that I be like, what am I doing counseling and coaching for? If this is out here, like I have to tell him sometimes, don't show me that for a little bit, give me a minute. That's what's going on. I, like, give me a minute. I don't, I don't cause I'm trying to stay focused on and it makes me just feel like I need to stop. And I've asked the most high, like, do I need to just stop? And do I just need to warn people then? But I know that's not my calling is warning people about, you know, the times that you're in, so to speak. Um, repentance is key. I always talk about repentance, repentance. But as far as, uh, you know, prophetic end time stuff and all of that, that's not my calling. I'm not called to that. Even though a lot of people want me to be called to that. They keep asking me what they should do about these times. And I'm like, I don't know. Ask the most high. Like, He ain't told me nothing. Like, I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? I, I'm in a specific lane and I'm just not trying to go in no other lane. Um, so, yeah. But anyway, I asked the most high. Like, I, I, because of the things, some of the things that I see. I'm like, man, this is disturbing and this makes me feel like, you know, what am I even doing what I'm doing if all of this is going on, you know, right in front of people's eyes, but they don't see and they don't know so that they can avoid it. And one of the things that the Ruach HaKadosh showed me was, um, the Ruach HaKadosh was like, so when Yahusha was here and he was, he knew right where he was headed. He knew that day that was coming, right? The end, the end for him, you know. And human, you know, some people don't like the word human form, but here in this, in a physical body, was he healing people? Um, was he healing people? Um, or did he just stop and sit there and wait for the end? No, he was out there healing people. He was dropping wisdom. He was teaching. And all of his teaching wasn't just about the end is coming, the end, of the end, the end, the end, the end. That's not, that wasn't it, that That wasn't it. So what are you doing? Everybody plays their part. But sometimes when I, you know, because my husband's role is different than mine, so we'll have conversations about things that, you know, Yah is dealing with him about and showing him and, and vice versa, and we'll kind of switch and talk. And some some of the things that the Most High shows him are so disturbing to me that it kind of can throw me off a little bit. You know what I mean? And make me start to question whether what I'm doing is important for these times. Um, forget about what anybody says. A million people can say what I'm doing is important. But if y'all say that it's not, I don't want to be doing it. So I'm constantly asking the most high, like, are you sure? And I, I think I kind of got on the most high nerve just a little bit. Cause I can't, uh, like, hey, We had this conversation. Like, you know, I think your example, he was healing people. He was helping people. He was, you know, uh, I- encountering them and meeting their needs and emotional needs, spiritual need. It wasn't just this,
1: the world is ending.
0: So, you know, message. And I was like, thank you. Kadesh. I needed that. Um, because it's disturbing. I'm like, look, there's people out here that don't see the evil right in front of their face. And man, it, it hurts that they don't see it. And We have to remember that the Most High is in charge of sight and revelation for a lot of people. Like, if he don't reveal it to you and he don't show it, there's nothing you can do to make somebody see if Yah doesn't do it. You know what I mean? So we have to play our part. And so I want to encourage us to be prudent, to seek Yah for a deeper explanation on the Hebraic understanding of prudence, which if you go to Blue Letter Bible, I think it's .org. If you go there, um, you can click on there. Um, you can click on the it's a lexicon on Blue Letter Bible, a lexicon, meaning you can see what words mean or where they got these roots from or where they got an English version of a word from. And you mean, or where they got these roots from, or where they got an English version of a word from. And you click on prudent, you can see the Hebrew, a Hebrew breakdown of what that means. Um, but look at that. Maybe do a Bible study on prudence on so my Bible study guide. The link is in the description for my Bible study guide. Um, maybe on this verse, because it's really been on my heart heavy that a lot of people out here in their blindness, because they're being led. They're naive, and so they're being misled. They're going to end up um, where it says punished by and suffering the consequences of sin. You know, there's so many people saying keeping Shabbat don't matter. The law, this, this, and that. And I'm not one that's all, like, trying to beat the law in people's head. I just, I'm not. I don't think you have to do that to help people. You don't have to beat anybody in the head about anything to help them. When somebody wants help... They're going to be chasing you down. You don't have to beat them up to understand it. So that's just not my approach to things. Um, I believe the law of Yah is important. That's why I I no longer celebrate holidays because I have done research to find the roots and the origin of these things are pagan, and they are against what the Most High wants from us. Some people are really upset with me about that, and I get that because you used to watch me when I was a Christian, and I... I feel you. Some of y'all are still hanging on. Some have left. I get that, but I just don't want you to be misled. So sometimes I'll share some of these things and I'll kind of, you know, slide it in with what this channel is about because I don't want you to be misled and I don't want you to be punished and suffer the consequences of your sin because you are bowing down and idling, idolizing other gods in the practices that you participate in because you were taught in church that it's okay to do these things because you're not hurting anybody. And, and Yah is expressly specific in what they are and what who you're really worshiping when you do these things. I know it doesn't seem like that. I know that we have been taught totally different. I know that. But um, when you are naïve You're easily misled and you will continue on in what you're doing but end up being punished by and suffering the consequences of your sin. And that is heavy for me and that hurts. So I just want to make sure that I do my part and I say this out loud so that I won't be responsible for not telling you. I've said it in different ways but I haven't been expressly direct like this on this channel because this channel is really like my day job for real for real as far as counseling and coaching and stuff not youtube is my day job um but just what i do as a professional but like i said because my source of information is primarily over more than any other thing the most high and his word there's a spiritual component to what i do And I I can't escape that. I can't get away from that. And so sometimes I just have a duty to say certain things to y'all. And most people know that, but there are some people who are really quiet and mad people that just dropped out. Like, they don't have their um, pagan worship, and they don't like hearing this, and then they'll just leave. Like, mad people just dropped out. Um, But I I don't want that blood on my hands. I don't want the weight of that, to feel the weight of that and not say anything. And then the most high be like, Why you ain't never say it direct? And then I'm held accountable to a certain extent. So I have to to share that. And so I just wanted to make that clear. I wanted to say that, you know, there's a lot of evil going on. There always has been a lot of evil going on. Um, But for our specific generation and those who are living from another generation, but in this time, that being prudent is very important so that we can see evil and hide ourselves and avoid it when we need to. Because I don't know, you know, necessarily, like, what's coming, you know? I don't. And people keep asking me what they should do. I know what the Most High has encouraged our family to do, but that's our family. I don't know your circumstances and, you know, what you're called to and set apart for. So I I can't, I, I would never tell you what to do what the most high told me to do when I don't know what your story is. I don't know what he set you apart to do. I don't know. So I can't tell you and I would never do that because then I'm responsible for telling you something that the most high didn't tell me to tell you. Now, if he told me to tell you, I'll tell you, but I can't say that he has. So I won't do that. But what I, what I will say for people that have that question, I don't know what to do about these times. What I'm supposed to do is are right, What are you, da 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 da. Proverbs 27, 12, I would encourage you to go deep in that scripture and ask the most high to make you prudent, to reveal to you what that means for you and your life and your circumstance so that you will be able to see evil because some stuff is right in front of our face and we don't see it. Hide and avoid it so that you won't be naive, so that you're easily misled. Go ahead and continue on. And they end up punished by suffering the consequences of sin. Okay, so that's all I wanted to say. I don't usually go that deep here on this channel with that. Um, I have other channels where I do that. But this one, I usually don't. um, But I felt led to today. (sighs) Transparency the podcast comes back tomorrow. If you don't know, Transparency the podcast is the podcast that I have with my husband. And we talk about taboo topics and nobody wants to really talk about. And we get really transparent about them as husband and wife, as artists and artists, as mom and dad, as human to human. You know, some people don't like our dialogue with each other. And it's like, well, let him, you know, why did you interrupt? Or why? We interrupt each other sometimes. It's not out of disrespect, but it's out of just the flow of the show. It happens. So uh, Transparency of the Podcast comes back starting tomorrow. It used to be on first and third Sundays, but I we did a poll. <laughs> I see you ready pal down again. We did a poll like Sundays might not be the best day. And um, a lot of people said Sunday is okay, but some pe- a lot of people also said Monday. So we moved it to Monday. At first we were going to do three, but it's getting so hot in here. Sorry, y'all. Let me turn this air on. Why is the air not on? Oh, gosh, I forgot to hit the button. My bad. I'm starting to sweat. Um, So now we moved it to Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern, which for us is afternoon. So we can see y'all when it's daylight outside, not working. Um, And then some people were saying they couldn't really, because I guess maybe Sundays they kind of getting ready for the next day and stuff like that. So now you can start your Monday off with us, Mondays, 9 a.m. Eastern, uh, the first and third Mondays. So tomorrow is the first Monday of May. So my husband and I will be going live on Transparency, the podcast channel. If you go to my um, homepage and hit, hit channels on this YouTube channel, go to Transparency, the podcast, follow it. You know, become uh, email subscriber to the list and all of that so you can get notifications if YouTube don't send it. Um, and you can join us tomorrow. The topic that we're talking about tomorrow is it's just no talking to you. There's just no talking to you. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about that in marriage, in relationships, um, all of that. And it's going to be... Well, make sure y'all join us. If you can't join my husband and I tomorrow on Transparency, the podcast channel, just watch the playback. Um, but we would love to see y'all comments live. So go ahead and check that out. I'm going to just read some of y'all comments real quick. Thank y'all for putting the um, definitions and stuff in there for me. Nayoka, Sis Zara, I felt to send it back. I prayed before doing it. I sent an honest message explaining why I did as well. Okay. Okay. Re- listen to the most high. Um, Ramona, I have a client. I will be back or catch the rebroadcast. Love y'all. Much needed word. Oh, Ramona, you said something up here earlier I meant to get. What'd you say? You said I'm getting my schedule together. I miss y'all too, and I have Miss dearly beloved. I'm coming back. Please blast me. I'll be needing it, but for real, and I will, cause I'm like, where am I about to at? I hope you can make it Sunday, Ramona. If y'all don't know what I'm talking about, dearly beloved is a support group that I facilitate every second Sunday, and I just sent the invitation out today. I mean, it was I scheduled it a while ago, but it, it came out today. Um. Nayoka says, she said it was my pride that made me return it and that y'all did not tell me to do that. I don't fully believe her response in my ruach. Woo. Well, you know, we talked about that. Katia, she's so beautiful. Thank you. Tiffany Moore, what you are doing is very important because although the world is getting crazy, it's been like that since Yahusa left. We need brethren and sisters in the faith to help walk this walk out right now. I feel you. I just get, I get a little, my heart get heavy sometimes that people don't know they're not, I'm trying to tell people repent, repent, but people are not like understanding the severity of being right with Yah and being amidst people who are there, who are equally yoked with that likeness for the times that we're in. I'll say that. Yannick, Jacqueline, I'm excited for the topic. All right, Yannick, I hope you see you over there on Transparency Podcast tomorrow. Tiffany. Can't wait for the podcast. Yay. I know y'all. All All right. Thank y'all for joining me for this message. I'm author, counselor, and coach Zara Harrison, helping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. Why? People be like, why? Why are you always talking about this? Because I want you to get free from toxic mindsets and relationships. That's why. That's my calling over here on this channel. That's what I do. You can visit ZaraHarrison.com slash helpme for a list of resources that may help you do just that. And you'll be surprised there's so many resources over there. I'm telling y'all, go check it out. All right, see y'all next time. Peace. Thanks for enjoying this podcast episode. Keep pressing to break free from toxic connections and or mindsets. Subscribe. Enjoy my email list at ZaraHarriston.com for more resources. Y'all bless.